فاشرف بي لاشتغالي بالعلم ولا تبغي به ما عشت يا ذا بدلا ويا له من شرف عظيم الحمد لله رب العالمين له الحمد الحسن الثناء الجميل وأشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له يقول الحق وهو يهدي السبيل وأشهد أن سيدنا ونبينا محمد صلى الله عليه وعلى آله وأصحابه والتابعين لهم بإحسان إلى يوم الدين أما بعد وإن شرح الكتاب نزهة النظر في توضيح نخبة الفكر The reason why I, I always say نزهة النظر is because the sharah that we rely on is the sharah by Ibn Hajar rahimahullah ta'ala. His sharah is what we're going to go through, which explains for us the matan, the book, which is the kitab Nukhbatul Fikr. Last lesson we spoke about the shurut and the conditions of a hadith, which is sahih. So we went through the five conditions in which a hadith has to be sahih. Some scholars, they summarize it in a more simplistic way. And it might be easy for you all to remember, which is, in order for the hadith to be authentic, two conditions are required. Instead of saying five, you can just say two. The first one is, some things have to be absent and the second one is some things have to be present okay so what is it that has to be absent what is it that we say that shouldn't be there adamu shudud and adamu illatin qadiha the hadith shouldn't have any opposition and it shouldn't also have any hidden defect are we all together those are the two that should be absent. What is it that should be there in the hadith, that should be present in the hadith? Three things. Ittisalu sanad, dabtul ruwat, adalatul ruwat. The chain of narration should be connected. The narrator's memorization should be precise. And the integrity of the narrators should be also very high. So those three have to be there. And those two have to be absent. Does that make sense? When that is, when that is found, then the hadith becomes what? Sahih. We talked about that. Half of the Ibn Hajar then says, Half of the Ibn Hajar says, that the levels can be different by any of those five conditions that we just mentioned based on any of those conditions being up and down it puts the narration up and down the ruling of the narration goes up and down Here, this statement of Hafid ibn Hajar, once you give a very serious look to it, because what we're talking about here is how many conditions did we mention? We mentioned five conditions, right? 
So he's saying that if any of those conditions, any of those five conditions, any of those five descriptions that he mentions, it's different, so does the ruling of the hadith become different. That's what he's saying. After observation, you realize that the five that we mentioned, only one of them can actually go low. The rest, if they go low, it automatically leaves the realm of Sahih or Maqbul. It automatically becomes Mardud. So if the Ittisal al-Sanad is either there or it's missing, there can't be small Ittisal al-Sanad. Can't do Tafawut. It's either Muttasil or Muttasil. Good. What's left? Adalat al-Ruwat. It's either there or it's missing. Shudud al-Illah is either there or or it's missing. It's, it's one of the two. The only one that's left that can be there, it can be, pro, it can be present, and if it is present, it can go low, and it won't be weak, and the hadith level goes down, but it still be maqbul, is al-dabd. Dabd is the only one that the tafawut can occur in. The only one is the dabt. So let's go through the hadith which is sahih. What did I say? It's either an yakun al-hadith muttasilan, either the hadith is corrected, wa imma an yakun ghayr muttasilan. Or the hadith is what? It's disconnected and it's not connected. So if it's connected, then it's accepted. If it's not connected, then it's disconnected. Very good. What's left? The hadith that's the adala of the narrators, right? The adala of the narrators is either he has adala or he's what? He doesn't have adala. Now you might say to me in response, I might differ with you on the issue of adala. Why? If you say that the adala can't reduce and if it then reduces, it can't be maqbool. If you say that, then are you trying to say that the Sahabas and us, the Adal is the same? So if you do say that the Sahabas and our Adal is not the same, then you've accepted that the Adal does reduce, so then you're taking the Hadith based on the fact that it's Maqbul. Does that make sense? So you are accepting that there's a, there's a reduction in the Adala. The response to that is the hadith which has adala according to the ulama is only sitq truthfulness. Every other thing, any other criticism in adala is not as powerful as what? Al-kadib. Sitq and al-kadib. So the person, when we say he's lost adala, the asal of the ulama, the majority of the times of the ulama is what? It's a liar. That he lacks Telling the truth, yes, he's a liar. So based on that, Kadib doesn't have tafawut. Are we all together? Very good. As for the hadith having shudud and illah, then of course it's either shad or it's not shad, it's mardud. 
it's either hadith which is mu'allal, then it's what? If it's mu'allal, then it's what? Mardud. The only one that accepts, the only one that is left that we can say that will accept tafawutu fi rutbah, that the level can scale, it can go down, and it's still going to be what? Maqbool, accepted, is the hadith, the dabt, the memorization. Am I making sense, brothers and sisters? Dabt is the only one. Well, that's why the scholars, they say, so and so, he is the ultimate in his memorization and his precision. Ah. That person basically means his dabt is very high. Or they, for example, sometimes they say, he is the most precise individual. Nasi, he is the his memorization is the most greatest. Sometimes they say thiqatun, thabtun. Thiqa means here, praise of his integrity. Thabtun here is a is a, is a what is a praise of his what? His memorization. Sometimes they say la ba'sabihi. Sometimes they say laysa bil qawi. Sometimes they say they say laysa bikada. And other than that, which you will find in the al-fadl jarh wa ta'adil. So that, what does it show us? That there can happen tafawut, that there can happen tafawut in what? The, mem- the dabt only, the memorization only. As for the rest, no. <coughs> then Hafid ibn Hajar rahimahullah, he says, وَمِنْ ثُمَّ قُدِّمَ صَحِيحُ الْبُخَارِيِّ ثُمَّ مُسْلِمٍ he says, and after that, Al-Bukhari has been given presidents. Sahih Al-Bukhari has been given presidents. It's been pushed forward. Muslimin, and then after that, Imam Muslim. And then the hadiths which are the condition of Bukhari and Muslim, both of them. Why is it that Bukhari has been put forward over Muslim? Why? Now, I tend to sometimes read books of hadith, taqrij, scholars doing it, grading the hadiths, and they speak about these issues. Or sometimes even some people who explain this part of Ibn Hajar, and they misunderstand what is meant by it. Bukhari is given precedence over Muslim in totality. Generally speaking, Bukhari has more precedence over Muslim. وَمُسْلِمٌ بَعْدُ وَبَعْضُ الْغَرْبِ مَعْ أَبِي عَلِيٍّ فَضَّلُ ذَلَوْ نَفَعْ وَلَمْ يَعُمَّاهُ وَلَكِنْ قَلَّمَا عِنْدَ ابْنِ الْأَخْرَمِ مِنْهُ قَدْ فَاتَهُمَا وَرُدَّ لَكِنْ قَالَ يَحْيَى الْبَرُّ لَمْ يَفُتِ الْخَمْسَةَ إِلَّا النَّزْرُ Iraqi says in his Alfiyah that the first person to have written an authentic book the most authentic book after the book of Allah meaning the first person who conditioned that his book is going to be sahih is who? Al-Imam Al-Bukhari. So this is awwalu man sannafa fi sahih Muhammadun, yani Al-Bukhari. Wa khussa, he was specified, wa khussa bit-tarjihi. 
See, that's where it is. وخصة بترجيحي. ما معنى وخصة بترجيحي? He was specified to be the high one. Tarjih means when you give one over the other. Bukhari was given the upper hand over Muslim. We'll come to why he was given. Are we all together? We'll come to that. وَخُصَّ بِالتَّرْجِيحِ وَمُسْلِمٌ بَعْدُ Muslim comes after. So look at the difference. When, when you're saying another, what do you say? وَمُسْلِمٌ بَعْدُ وَبَعْضُ بَعْدُ is after. وَبَعْضُ ضَدْ Makhraj has to be on point. You have to distinguish between the two. One is ba'du after, meaning Muslim comes after Bukhari. And then this is now wa'ba'du is another sentence. Wa'ba'du al-gharbi ma'a. Some of the scholars from the Maghariba, from Maghrib. Some ulama from Maghrib, like Abu Ali and Naysaburi, rahimahullah. Wa'muslimun ba'du wa'ba'du al-gharbi ma'a Abi Aliyin faddalu dalawnafa'a. They gave tafdil to Muslim over Bukhari. Some of the ulama from Maghrib, what they said was, Muslim has an upper hand over what? Muslim is what? Greater than Bukhari, like Abu Ali and Nisaburiyu. Some scholars, they try to reconcile between why they gave precedence to it. As the poet said, he said, he says, he says, تَشَاجَرَ الْقَوْمُ فِي الْبُخَارِيُّ وَمُسْلِمٌ وَقَالُوا أَيُّ دَيْنٍ تَقَدَّمُوا لَقَدْ فَاقَ الْبُخَارِيُّ صِحَةً كَمَا فَاقَ الْمُسْلِمُ صِنَعَةً Al-Imam al-Bukhariyu is in terms of authenticity, he surpasses Muslim. We'll see why we say that. There's a reason behind it. But the scholars from the Maghariba, like Abu Ali and Naysaburi and others, who said that Muslim is better, they didn't mean min siha. They didn't mean it from the angle of authenticity. What they meant it was from the angle of what? Sina'ah. Muslim's authorship and the way he wrote his book is more easier to read. It is more easier to even memorize than Bukhari. And the reason why Muslim's sahih is more easier is Muslim wrote it in his own home. Muslim was at home within his books and he authored his sahih. Whereas Bukhari was writing his sahih whilst he was compiling what? The hadith. Whilst he was traveling, he was writing it. Are we all together? Also, the other thing is that Bukhari's authorship is more than just throwing the hadith in what? In his sahih. He's not trying to just put the hadith there. Bukhari is also trying to do connection between the chapter and the hadith. He wants to do that. So he might cut up the hadith. One long hadith Bukhari, he might take part of the hadith out. Just a line or two that he might need, he will bring it. Because he wants to show you the relationship between the chapter and the hadith that he's trying to use for it. And then he might bring in that same hadith, the other part that he cut out from here, he might bring it in another chaptering. And then you later find out that was all one hadith. Whereas Muslim did not do his chapterings. Muslim didn't do his chapterings. He didn't do no chaptering for his book. Muslim did not do it. Other scholars who came did it after. 
And it's not just one man's work that did Muslims chapterings. You know, we did some. Abu al-Abbas al-Qurtubi did some. It's a joint effort that was put together. When I say joint, everybody put their own chapterings in. Muslim has a, Nawi has a sharah on Sahih Muslim. Abu al-Abbas al-Qurtubi has a kitab called Al-Mufhim Lima Ashkala Fi Sahih Muslim, which is a sharah on Sahih Muslim. He also has, he put also the chapterings in there. Am I making sense? So, no, Muslim in that angle is better than Bukhari. He's better. Muslim, he gets the hadith, he just puts a long hadith. If it's long, he'll bring it there. He even, even the takrar of the hadith, the repetition, he does not too much. He's not too much. Bukhari, that same hadith, he will bring it maybe four or five times in his book. Each time he's trying to use it for a different chapter. And he's trying to take another fiqh out of it. Are we all together? So this has made people not appreciate the way that the Sahih al-Bukhari is written compared to Muslim. Compared to? Compared to Muslim. So even those who praised Muslim over Bukhari, they were praising it from the angle of what? Which angle? In terms of, all, yeah, the way it was written, the layout. The way it's written. Uh, so they praised that because of it. Like in Bukhari, no doubt that it's more authentic than Muslim. It's higher than it. Muslim is what? And Bukhari, which one's higher? Bukhari is higher. And then who's next? Muslim. And then what comes after Muslim? The ahadith which are of their condition. What does he mean when he says ala shartihima? What does he mean shartihima? Their condition. What does it mean? Shartihima means two things. When we say that these are the conditions of Bukhari, are we all together? It means two things. When we say this is the conditions of Muslim, we mean two things. Are we all together? The first is the five conditions that we mentioned already for Sahih. That's their condition, right? That's a universal condition everybody does. The five conditions that we already mentioned for the authentic hadith, that's the first condition, which is shurutu sahih the shurut of a hadith which are sahih, itisalu sanad, that the hadith is connected, that the chain of narration is it's connected, that the narrators are precise, a hundred, they are precise, the integrity of the narrators is also up there, that the hadith doesn't have any opposition, it's not got no shudud, and the hadith also doesn't have what? No illah qadiha. It doesn't also have a hidden defect. Are we all together? That's the first condition, of course, for both of them. The second one is Ruwatuhuma, their narrators. If you go to Sahih al-Bukhari, Bukhari has narrators he handpicked. Individuals that he chose. There are people he narrates from. There are people he does not narrate from, Muslim. And also Bukhari. So from the conditions of Bukhari is his narrators as well. Because he conditioned that he would narrate from these people. Any person who is outside his Sahih are not from his conditions. Any individual who is in his Sahih is from his conditions. Are we, are we together on that? Sah? 
Here is where a problem occurs for some people because what they understood is Bukhari has narrators and any time they find a narrator that Bukhari would bring in his Sahih if they find a hadith of that individual and the Bukhari hasn't brought it in his Sahih he can't say Bukhari narrated it so what does he say? it's upon the conditions of Bukhari the problem here is the problem here is that when you look at the narrators of Bukhari you don't look at them individually this is the issue you can't look at them individually and I'll explain what I mean by that you have to look at his narrators by bringing them together you can't look at it individually what does that mean? Two narrators now. We have Hussein, Sufyan ibn Hussein, مثلا. Sufyan ibn Hussein is a narrator. And we have also who? Muhammad ibn Shihab al Zuhri. We have Sufyan ibn Hussein. And we also have who? Muhammad ibn Shihab al Zuhri. These two narrators, they are both from the narrators of Bukhari. Bukhari narrates from them. Also, Muslim did. If you go to Sahih al Bukhari, you will find Sufyan ibn Hussein in the, some of the hadith of Ibn Bukhari. If you go to Sufyan ibn Hussein and try to look for him in Sahih Muslim, you'll also find Muslim uses it. And then he is from the Ruwat of Bukhari and then Ruwat of Muslim. Then you go and you look for Muhammad ibn Shihab al Zuhri. Muhammad ibn Shihab al Zuhri is the same. He's a narrator that you would find in Sahih al Bukhari. And you find him in what? Sahih Muslim. Now, if I now find a hadith that Sufyan ibn Hussein narrated from Zuhri, can I now say that this hadith is, is the condition of Bukhari and Muslim? Since I know each individual are from the Ruwat of Bukhari and Muslim. This is where the problem occurs for many people. No, it's wrong. Because Bukhari never narrated Sufyan from Zuhri. He narrated from Sufyan by himself, from other people. And Zuhri from other people. But never. So when you look at them, Bisurat al-Infirad, if you look at them individually, and you say, oh, Ruatihima, from their Ruat, their narrators, are we, are we, am I making sense? If you say it's is Ruat, then you're right to say that they're Ruat of Bukhari. But you don't have the rights to say Ala It's not Bukhari Shart and it is also not Muslim Shart. Because Sufyan ibn Husaynin narrated from Zuhri, Bukhari avoided it because he knew it was weak. Sufyan ibn Husayn is strong when he narrates from other people, but not when he narrates from Zuhri. Bukhari's done his homework. He avoided that. And this is one of the problems that Abu Abdullah al-Hakim al-Naysaburi fell in his kitab al-Mustadrak. Are we all together? Because he's the one who worked towards finding a hadith that are of the conditions of Bukhari and Muslim. So you can't do that. 
Another issue that you find some people do. If a hadith is narrated in two isnad, it's a hadith and it has two isnads. One of them, so the hadith has two isnad. One of the isnad has turned out to be ala shart al-Bukhari. After we done our homework, we looked at it bi-surat al-Ijtima'i, we brought them the narrators all together, we realized, okay, shart al-Bukhari. And the other one is ala shart al-Muslim. Can I say that these two hadith are ala shartihima? Can I say it's a shart of Bukhari Muslim? Yeah? I have one hadith. It came two isnads, two, two different chains. One chain is Bukhari, and the other chain is what? Muslim. Meaning, it's the, one chain is the condition of Bukhari, and one is the condition of Muslim. When I come to now place a ruling on it, can I say, It's of the condition of Bukhari and Muslim. Can I say that? You can't say that. You cannot say that. Because each one, you have to give it a specific ruling by itself. This one, ala shart al-Bukhari. This one, ala shart al-Muslim. Ah. The only time you can say ala shartihima is when one hadith fi isnadin bi'aynihi, one particular hadith fulfills the conditions of Bukhari and Muslim simultaneously. If you go to the kitab Subul al-Salam by Amir al-Sal'ani, he falls into that mistake. You'll see that. Especially when, the, when he does the hadith 253, hadith 253, go and check it, inshallah, you'll see that he fell into that deficiency in that problem. He says, I mean by my statement. Uh, when he explains this point, Ibn Hajar says, I mean by statement. في كتابه سيس نعم عدين okay does anyone have the copy of the kitab can you give me the kitab no okay you you have it ah So if you go to the, the Kitab, page 83 to 84, Hafim talks about it from there. ثم يقدم على الأرجحية من حيث الأصحية ما وافق شرطهما لأن المراد به رواتهما مع باقي شروط الصحيح ورواتهما قد حصل الاتفاق على القول بتعديلهم بطريق اللزوم فهم مقدمون على غيرهم في روايتهم وهذا أصل لا يخرج عنه إلا بدليل Then he goes into here فإذا كان القبر على شرطهما معا 
It has to be together, both of them. كَانَ دُونَ مَا أَخْرَجَهُ مُسْلِمٌ أَوْ مِثْلَهُمْ Hafiz says it there. And he expands more on this issue. He expands more, Jazakallah khairan. He expands more on this issue in his Nukat ala Kitab ibn Salah as well. And he also does that in his Kitab Fathul Bariyu. He brings them a lot of, he mentions a lot of other examples in Fathul Bari, Bukhari, where he does ta'aqib of Abu Hakim and Nisab, Abu Abdullah Hakim and Nisab Uriyu. Khulasa of what we said, a summary of what we just said. What we just said right now is that the hadith. When, when we say it's of the condition of Bukhari, it's how many things are we referring to when we say this is ala shartihima? That it's the condition of Bukhari and Muslim. Two things, right? What's the first con- thing, condition? The five conditions that we mentioned for authentic hadith. And the second one was what? The narrators that are present in Bukhari and the narrators that are present in Muslim. But what angle are we referring to the narrators that are present in Bukhari and the narrators that are present in Muslim? The narrators were looking at them as a whole. We can't look them look at them as individually. Now let's go back to the first of the five conditions, which is I'm bringing you back to why has Bukhari been given precedence over Muslim? Why is Bukhari's kitab made to be more authentic than Muslim? What has he achieved? that Muslim hasn't achieved. Why has his book been made more authentic than Muslim's book? 